Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to mini episode 279 of Real Life Ghost Stories and I have two spooky stories for you today and the last story comes from the 6th of March 2023 and story number one comes from Ken's. Before I jump into my experience I must admit that I used to have experiences all the time as a child that I hope to one day put in a document for you. At the age of seven or eight I stopped seeing and talking to things that no one else could see but for a solid four to five years My mother endured my creepy child shenanigans. I literally used to barricade myself in my room with items I had once deemed heavy like my comforter or stuffed animals, move a chair to the middle of the room, turn out the lights, and then talk for hours on end saying things a three-year-old should not know. It scared the hell out of my mom, and it scares the hell out of adult me now. Now, back to my current reality where I am not so welcoming to the spooky world even though I love paranormal podcasts and documentary-type shows. As someone who lives in the US, I have tons of student loan debt racked up, private and government loans alike. Honestly, this might be the most terrifying part of my experience. This means that as a woman in my early 20s, I have to work multiple jobs to get by here, one of which has been bartending. I now work at a new bar that is closer to home, but here is my experience from one night at my old workplace. I am notoriously awful at kicking people out at closing time, which was 1.30am at this particular bar. The night this incident happened, there was a huge birthday party, and the last person to go trickled out at 3am. This meant that I was going to have to stay even later to clean up. However, I was satisfied because the tips had been worth it, so I got to work without thinking about how tired I was. I checked my phone after stocking the beer coolers, and it was 3.37am. I was just about to walk to the closet that had all the cleaning supplies when I heard an old woman laugh. This wasn't happy laughter, but rather something almost sarcastic. At first I wasn't all that scared because I thought that it may be one of the TVs in the dining room. However, when I went to check, none of them were on and I remembered that they were turned off after the birthday girl's slideshow was shut down. After realising this, I was a little on edge, but considered that it was a couple of people walking home from a different bar and felt a little reassured because it happened a second time and sounded further away. However, the third time I heard the laugh, I was completely spooked. This is because it sounded as if it came from someone standing directly next to me. In true adult fashion, I tried to ignore my problem at hand to get my shit done. So to calm myself down after hearing this, I turned every light in the place on because ghosts hate light, right? And decided to turn on the music in case I heard a noise again. This way, I could blame it on the song. 
After choosing the lineup for which songs to listen to on the jukebox, I walked over to the closet with all the cleaning supplies. I noticed the door was open, which is odd for a few reasons. First, the cleaning closet isn't the most aesthetically pleasing, thus we keep it closed until patrons have left and the bartenders start cleaning, and I hadn't yet started the sweeping or the mopping process. Second, the door is hard to open because the knob and lock were put on incorrectly, and since it was an inconvenience over a functional issue, the owner never fixed it. Also, because of the incorrect installation, when it is open it makes a very specific loud noise. Knowing this, I figured I would have heard it. I wondered if somehow what I thought was an old woman's laugh was just the door being opened, which, looking back, I'm not sure is better. Anyway, I tested it multiple times, and nope, not the sound. The third reason it is odd is because the closet door blocks the entry to get to the beer cooler for stocking. This means I would have had to physically move it to get around the closet door to continue stocking. Only I never touched the damn door. At this point, I was more so afraid there was a drunk patron in the bar trying to mess with me. So I set off to look around and there was nothing, just me. This freaked me out further. And after realising this, I just kind of threw some water on the floor and haphazardly took a mop to it before running out the bar door and barely stopping to lock it behind me. I aspire to be the one who survives in a horror movie, but not so much that I get chewed out for not cleaning up. My boss was scarier than a ghost or an intruder. When I went back into this second job a week later, I thought this experience was over, but then I heard my co-workers talking about it. The dishwasher one night had to come back for his phone and everyone was gone. He walked into the kitchen area, looking for it when an old woman laughed and passed the doorway in head-to-toe black, like a petally print that grandmas wear to look fancy, also known as lace. The girl he was talking to, who was also a friend of mine, agreed and explained that she saw the same thing the night after when she was cleaning on her waitress duty night after everyone had gone home. The bar part was not open that night so she was the last one. Then I told my story and we made a pact to stay with each other when closing. The owner caught wind of this and laughed. She said it was likely her dead aunt and announced out loud not to scare or harm any of us further. From that point on we all saw increasing odd stuff happening. For example, bottles or rags being moved across the bar without people touching them, or ice being almost thrown from the cooler it sat in. But no more laughing or lacy figures lurking, which I preferred. I quit this job about a year ago for unrelated reasons, but this was my first story to tell since childhood. So I was a creepy kid, turned into a scaredy cat, but always tried to be rational first adult. I always try to look for an actual explanation even though in true The Office fashion I imagine myself looking at a cameraman and saying Ghosts, with my eyes narrowed. So I've done it in real life a couple of times as a joke around friends. Maybe this is karma? I've only had a couple of experiences thus far in my early adulthood and maybe another time I can describe the other. No, just no. What's she laughing at? What's so funny? Why are you walking around this bar in the middle of the night laughing. None of that. Take your lace elsewhere and find yourself laughing all the way down to hell or to or to heaven. I don't care where you go. Just not, not in the bar in the middle of the night when you're trying to clean up after a long shift. If you're not grabbing a mop and pitching in, little old lady, 
you're not welcome. I love how the owner was just like, ha ha ha, yeah, that's just my aunt. Brilliant. That's just my aunt. I also always think when you acknowledge these things, you suddenly start to notice them more and more. So prior to thinking that, oh, maybe there's something weird going on here, you probably didn't notice half the things that were happening. But suddenly when people go, yeah, I've been experiencing those things too. Then all the other little weird things that have been happening suddenly seem a lot more prominent. And look, maybe it is karmic retribution for all of the years you spent as a creepy child freaking your mom out. Because to be honest, you sound like a particularly creepy kid. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. And story number two comes from Lucy. I wanted to share my experiences, especially for all those pet lovers out there. I work in the veterinary profession and have a real understanding and connection with animals. I almost can't describe it. I feel like I can understand them in an empathic kind of way. Even just passing a dog on the street, I'll be hit with overwhelming emotions. It's no wonder I recently burnt out and had to take months out of the profession to process my feelings and thoughts. Which leads me on to say, please be kind to your veterinary staff. They have such high suicide rates and have to deal with so much death on a daily basis when all they want is the best for your pet. When I was eight, our family dog was put to sleep due to old age and ill health. I had grown up with her my whole life and didn't know life without her. One night my grandparents were babysitting my sister and I and while getting ready for bed I saw her in the first floor window looking in from outside but when I looked back she had gone. Shortly after this our cat Jess, again I had known him my whole life, was sadly hit by a car and killed while crossing the road back home. These two were very close, so maybe she was waiting for him. My mum was a childminder at the time, and months after he died, she started looking after a new little girl. This child was three when she first came into my mum's care, and she had never met Jess. However, one night she said to her, I saw Jess today, Lindsay's cat. He said, shh, don't tell her I'm here. Now I guess children have great imaginations, but she had never met Jess. As I got older we had many pets that came and went, but one thing that never changed was following their passing, either days, weeks or months later I would always have a visitation dream from them. Usually I would find them somewhere while out walking in the most beautiful place. They would give me the biggest hug, I would cry with happiness at seeing them, and even though I knew they had passed, and then suddenly they'd jump out of my arms and run into the fields while saying goodbye. Once they'd said goodbye with the dream, they never came back to visit me in my dreams. 
Most recently, in 2020, my elderly cat Molly was put to sleep. We were extremely close and she helped me overcome a lot in my teenage years. After she was put to sleep, I expected to have her visit me in my dreams, but it never happened. And as time passed, things got easier to deal with and she wasn't always on my mind. Then one night she came and visited me, the same way all my other pets have. We cuddled and I was so happy to see her, and then she ran off into the field saying goodbye, and no matter how hard I searched, I couldn't find her. When I woke up, I thought it had to be coming up to ten months since we lost her, but when I checked her records at work, I found that she was put to sleep exactly twelve months to the date of my visitation dream. In a previous veterinary practice I worked in while training, We used to have a separate building off the main one, which was previously used as a consulting room while work was being done to the new building. After the building work was completed, it was used as a storeroom, but still had a bell that the vet used to ring if they needed a hand. One of us would then run over and help them. Years after the room was used as a consulting room, the bell would still go off even though you had to get through two locked doors. It didn't just sound like the normal bell, ding-dong as it was set to. No, it played a slow version of Teddy Bear's Picnic. No way. Safe to say I never ever went into that room. This isn't pet-related, but is a story I would like to share. In November 2021, my nan, who I was extremely close to, passed away very suddenly, following a complication in recovery from surgery. My nan was someone I could always rely on, I would often call her up on the way home from work and we would chat for hours about paranormal happenings. We are big believers that our family and pets are always around us after they pass. The thought makes things easier for me to deal with anyway. My nan went in for surgery on the Friday evening. At 8pm we received a call from the surgeon to say that she was now in recovery and everything had gone really well. At 3am on Saturday morning we received a call from the ICU unit to say that my nan had crashed. They had been trying to place an endotracheal tube for the past hour, but for some reason they couldn't. She was unconscious, and they asked family to attend ASAP. We arrived at the hospital to be with her, and they had managed to place a tube, but the doctors were calling specialists across the country, as they had no idea why she wasn't responding to any of the medications they had given her. At 6.30am, they discussed turning off her support, as she wasn't responding to anything. The family agreed it was the kindest thing for her. I'm crying while I'm writing this. It was one of the hardest things I've ever had to experience. I've been so lucky to have the best grandparents. We held her hands, kissed her and told her how much we loved her. At 6.57am she passed away shortly after everything was switched off. It might sound mad to you, but I could see my granddad who passed eight years ago stood in the corner of the room. It was as if he was waiting for her. She missed him dearly. He was her rock, and there he was to collect her. After we said our goodbyes, we went back to my nan's house as we wanted to feel close to her after such a shock. When we walked into the kitchen, we realised the kitchen clock, which had been working the day previously, had stopped at 6.57, but was still ticking. This was the same time she had passed away. I'm very bad at burying my head in the sand when it comes to my emotions, so really struggled to deal with her passing, and I still do if I'm honest. I can't remove her number from my car's hands-free screen, and I'll often press it on the way home from work, in the hope she might just be there for a quick chat. Instead, it's just a deadline. 
One night I was really struggling to sleep. My partner was away as he's military, but as I opened my eyes I saw an outline shadow of what I can only describe as my nan and granddad stood next to my bed. I closed my eyes and when I opened them again, it was as if my nan was reaching out to put her hand on me. I closed my eyes and in that moment I felt total peace. I fell asleep not long after. I have seen a medium a couple of times. I was a total sceptic, but she really is one of the good ones. Without me saying anything, she brought up my nan. She mentioned the clock in my nan's house stopping and she said that she had done that. She also said she knew I was struggling to sleep and that my nan is often next to me with her hand on me saying everything will be alright. I have had visitation dreams with my nan since she has passed and they are so happy but when I wake up I suddenly feel that numb loss and end up crying. I know not everyone will believe but I certainly like to think my family and pets are still around me and helping me through life. I know my nan will be proud of me writing in to you. We often discussed your podcast together. Lucy, big up you working in the veterinary profession because let me tell you, I know from personal experience that my vet has seen me in the most <laughs> the most ridiculous and vulnerable of states and you you guys in the vets see every aspect of humanity and you look after pets and it's a really hard job and I salute you and I totally agree. Please be nice to your vets and your veterinary staff. It's really important. And I love these stories of pets that come back after they have passed and visitation dreams. I think they're really important for people and they bring people great comfort. And I'm really happy that you've had these visitation dreams from your pets over the years. Not so happy with the bell ringing and playing teddy bears picnic because that's grim. That's gross, okay? And in regards to your nan, it's so horrible to lose somebody in such a shocking, sudden way. And I just want to say, this is I'm trying not to be patronising here because I always worry that I sound like a fucking mother of misery when I talk about these things. But there is really no good way to deal with death. Um, I see this with people all the time where they write, oh, I didn't deal with this. I didn't deal with the death of my loved one very well. No, that's not true. You dealt with it perfectly well because you dealt with it exactly how you are capable of dealing with it how you needed to deal with it at that time and if you're out there and you are struggling with grief um in any capacity the book it's okay that you're not okay by Megan Devine is brilliant and I've mentioned it a few times and I I feel like it saved my life so it is absolutely a great book if you are dealing with grief and I'm glad that you have had these visitation dreams with your nan And I know that there are other people listening to this who will take comfort from that fact. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the podcast. Thank you to Ken's and Lucy for sending in your stories. Remember the last story came from the 6th of March 2023. And if you would like to send in your story, you can do so by emailing it to reallifeghoststoriespodcast.gmail.com. You can also check out the website reallifeghoststoriespodcast.com. And if you are desperate for some extra content, you can subscribe to the Patreon. That is patreon.com forward slash reallifeghoststories, where for $5 a month or $2 a month, you get access to heaps of extra content, as well as every single main and mini episode completely ad-free. And on that note, I shall see you next time. Oh, also before I go, if I've sounded a little bit lacklustre in the last couple of episodes, I'm not lacklustre, I'm just losing my voice. So I have to speak really quietly in order to be able to get these episodes recorded. We have an occupational hazard, really. And uh, losing your voice as a podcaster is not, not the greatest thing in the world. So yeah, see you next time. Bye. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. 